Welcome. That's not the intro I had planned. What was I going to do? Let's pray for the pod. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you today to ask that you speak through me as I speak to those that choose to listen. I know I will often say those, you know, come one, come all, because those that come, they're meant to be. Um, and I recognize that was your, that was your message when, it, when you sent your son here to die for our sins. That was the message that you gave us. And I'm not comparing myself at all to that, but I'm talking about the idea of being a voice for the voices, a voice for the message that of God. Not many are going to come willingly to hear the word, the words that I have to say often. You know, when I'm, when I'm asking you to speak through me, they're not running to hear it, but those that choose to be here, man, they're going to get a word today. So I just ask that you let them know that and you deliver them a word through me whatever you allow them to hear, whatever you want them to hear, allow it to come through my voice and to their ears. And let's have a great pod today. We got a message. I had some energy this morning, y'all. In Jesus' name, we pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Amen. I'm still getting my prayer game right. I guess, you know, you think about the idea of never learning how to pray. And I think, like, there is a way to pray. I th I'm pretty sure, like, you know, like there's, a, there's a way to pray, right? And... I don't know that I necessarily know how to pray. I know how to talk to God. I call that praying for me. I'm still trying to get better at my formal head bows, eyes closed, hands together. Dear God, please, you know, I'm still good. Because I, as when I was a kid, they taught us, now nah, lay me down to sleep. I pray to the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray to the Lord my soul to cake. take. That was, that was a prayer. It was, uh, thank you for this food and the hands that made it and bless our nourish our souls. That was, that was, you know what I mean? Like that was a, uh, that was prayer. And not that I didn't pray. I prayed with family. I had family pray for me and, and with us and, you know, at church. And, but I was a kid and I didn't. And that was when, you know, you think about not having a relationship. I maybe was praying, but I wasn't talking to God. You get that? So I may be not praying formally today, but I talked to God. That's for sure. You got a lot of people that, that do this head bowed, eyes closed thing and don't say a word to anybody but themselves. Order people around them. It went nowhere outside of the bounds of the, the four individuals next to them. Me, I open my chest up, my mouth wide, and let my voice ring. And I say, God, I need you now. Or God, I thank you. Both at the same damn time. At the same damn time. I was, was going to do an um, intro. I, I, that wasn't the one I forgot. I forgot the first one for sure. It was great too. But it was going to be, what's up? What's up? What's up, Marcus? I'm the man. Oh, I'm about to get on my Eddie Murphy game. I'm about to get on stage and make some people laugh. TJ's dad keeps trying to get me to do stand up. And I, I keep saying, keep, I say, keep trying to. I need to, because I can't let TJ be the middleman for anything. TJ, I love you, brother, but TJ is not my middleman in that sense. <clears throat> 
TJ is, excuse me, TJ is about as forgetful as me when it comes to things that are not immediately requiring our attention. Because we prioritize in such, we prioritize well enough that the things that are not on the top priority list will fall back. We'll get to them, maybe not on your timeline. And that's what tends to frustrate people about, about guys like us, men like us. Because we're not willing to move on your timeline, people are often frustrated with us <clears throat> because it's this idea that, that it's being selfish. Nope. Sometimes it is. And then and we'll admit when it is. We'll say, yeah, my bad. I should have done that. We will do that. That's also called being a man. But the second side of it is saying, like TJ, he'll tell me sometimes, hey, yeah, no, I couldn't come get you immediately. And I couldn't text you. My daughter was in my in one hand, had a stinking diaper in the other as we were walking out the door. I had stuff to do. I had daddy duty. And I'd be like, you know what? Boom, bam, get it, got it. Good. I'll watch a little bit more TV. <laughs> TV. But that comes from, and I was listening to See You Again yesterday, uh, last night. And the line where he says, you know, we became brothers. We drew that line when that line had to be crossed. Didn't even have to talk about it. And it's funny, I was just in the shower this morning realizing like, yo, like my guys, like my guys, my guys, they've seen a lot through it. Oh, they've seen everything, heard everything, saw everything, done everything with me. And this is this is talking about, you know, my three guys right now, but there's even some that I'm not around as much or, or not with, you know, don't talk to as much every day, but still have that that love for because they've seen it all back in the day. But there's one, especially right now, that have seen it all recently, that have seen this you know, metamorphosis as an individual that I've gone through, especially in this past, you know, two years, three years, whatever. Woo, baby, what a time. What a time to be alive. Shout out Drake and free bands, Hendrix. Anyway, I was in the shower this morning. I know it's like weird to say this, but I, you know, I just, you think in the shower. I was just gratitude this morning, you know, doing my gratitude practice. And I was like, you know, thankful for my guys, thankful for my friends. <clears throat> I recognize a big part of why I was thankful for my friends is because of them having seen so much, we've, you know, had to build each other up. We've had to check each other at different times. Hey, bro, I don't like how you be doing that to me, man. I don't like how you be treating me in this instance. I don't like when you say those things. Those don't, that does not make me feel good. We say man, those are the, that's the verbiage. Hey, man, when you do that, that really grinds my gears. So maybe don't do that around me. I don't care if you do it with anybody else. Just don't do, you know what? Heard you. TJ told me recently, he said, when I'm drunk, he has to get away from me. I did not know that. He said, because, but TJ also posted a piece, and I'm, he's a good heart because like, you don't want to talk about somebody that's seen it all. He's seen it all. So it was, just got off the phone with Colin for a minute. But, ooh, that sounds good. Where'd that come from? Boom. Okay. I like that. Anyway. Woo. Yo, this sounds amazing. Okay. <laughs> What was I talking about? That just went, okay. I know what I was talking about. Moving forward, no more cake. I had a couple different names for this episode. I landed on no more cake because we know the story of Marie Antoinette. Let them eat cake. Let them eat cake. And as I say we know the story of Marie Antoinette. I don't really know the story of Marie Antoinette. I probably need to look up the story of Marie Antoinette in detail because I know what we've I know what we've been told, but we also know that hmm, it's possible that some of the things we were taught in school back in the day, I sound like the Joker, back in the day, aren't so true. Some of them aren't so true. 
a lot of the things we were taught, a lot of the things that they're trying to teach the kids that are coming up in the day and age today are, are not. That was the Cosby. That's the Cosby impression. I don't know how my impression sounded. They sound ridiculous in post. Guess what? I'm leaving them in there anyway. Say something. We're Drake some. If you don't like the way I talk, nigga, say something. Okay? I remember sitting in the office last summer with Monica. <laughs> Monica is so sweet. I love Monica. I have to go see them. She's sitting there. She loves Drake, right? So she's sitting there in the office. And it's like a Tuesday morning, maybe 9.30 a.m. I love Moji in the office in my little student dad polo shirt, my little uh, knit polo, my dress shoes, and a backpack and my little, you know, my intern fit, my little working boy fit. Because, yeah, we live in the real world, too. This is crazy. It's crazy that a year ago I was there. I was out in Dallas lollygagging every day, moseying down the West End. And now I'm hollering, revolution! Anyway, she was sitting there like 9.30 a.m. And she's playing Life Talk. And as I walk in, it's like, you don't like the way I talk, nigga, say something. And she's not, not, not that she's saying the words, but she's, it's just the simple fact that it's playing. And this is what I walk into at 9.30. It was like, this is why I took this job. This is, this is why I work here. Because it's not, not that, you know, oh, I want to be in an environment. But yeah, I want to be in an environment where my direct, my boss feels she's okay to be a Drake fan in public. I think 50 years ago, 20 years ago, that would have been inappropriate, not because of even the music choice, but the simple fact of you don't listen to music in the office. There's a lot of what we call cultural norms that I, I, I hate that we define them as cultural norms because whose culture do they belong to? When we talk about things such as you have to wear a suit and tie to an interview, you know why they did that. For fucking, excuse me, because <laughs> I almost... For people who didn't have access to a suit and tie for an interview. Oh, how do we keep them from getting jobs and make them have to pay $100 for some something that, bear, that they can wear? Not that fits them or that they like or anything, just that they can wear. And then the competition as far as the look game. You have to look a certain way. So then you get a certain suit and tie. Armani and Versace. And, well, his is just off the racket target. You put the pieces together. And then, and then here's the fun thing. There's this game that they play. And I, I still, my, I actually, it's funny. The movie, You People, I love how people will try to dissect life. And they try to put life into everything and their opinion and their idea of what life is into everything. And they force it to be so. Because what everybody seems to, if nothing else in the movie, You People, three scenes mattered a lot. The, the scene in the car with the niggas in Paris, that mattered because it was hilarious for one. And it mattered too, because that's a reality. Jack Harlow on this most recent, I guess you call it album. I liked it, I liked it. But he says, you know, you got white boys in there that wanna be, but they don't know shit that's going on. You know niggas was in Paris. Do you know about niggas in Chicago? You know about niggas in Chicago, but do you know about niggas in Chicago? That was important. Two. Oh, yeah, we love that you went to Harvard. Actually, I went to Howard. Oh, it said H-U. That's like a triple, 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 whipple. Remember that last week, uh, two weeks ago? Hey, if you listen, you get it. If you know, you know. That's three and one. The idea of Howard not being good enough in general because you don't know what it is. 
Not because it's not a good enough. Not even because you know what it is and it's not because if you knew what it was, you'd still say the same, but you don't even know what it is. So that that's an issue. And then it not being good enough. And then the assumption that HU was Harvard, the need for it to have been Harvard, for it to be an issue. And the reason that I'm no longer qualified for the job. Hmm. And then the simple fact of why the f- come on now, don't play this game. You I could is it is it stolen valor if I do it, you know? Is it somebody let me know? I always I wanted to be I'm like a I'm trying to get like an honorary doctorate from Harvard one day. Think I gotta get a regular degree for that first. <laughs> so Marie Antoinette, let them eat cake. The the thing about the French Revolution and any revolution, the French Revolution specifically though, and they're talking about, you know, parallels for today. There was a time when savagery was seen as the norm. And I say, again, we talk about cultural norms. I say norm as far as it wasn't expected as necessarily as it was allowed. Take, for example, today, I would say gun violence. Not expected as much as it's allowed because of the laws that we live by, the norms, the cultural things that are embedded in our culture. Guns, the video games, the music. These different aspects that that teach us that this is okay because it's what the people in charge, not necessarily tell us it's okay, but they don't tell us it's not. They don't condemn it, or when they do, they they circumvent their condemnation to to make it allowable to read between the lines somehow for the individual that wants to. So when I say that, I mean, some of the the guillotine in in general, beheading an individual is crazy, right? But one of the the titles was Off With Their Heads. Right, and I thought, hmm, if, if I'm worried about the idea of, of mm, they're going to say he's one of those. No, because I, I look, my mom yesterday used the words and I've got to write these down. <laughs> Interesting. Militant. And intense. And guess what? Those were... Uh, Good for me, though, in that sense, I because I said, excuse me, I was like, I want everything to come across as that. As far as I want you to assume that's what it, I'll let you know if it's not. Anyway, the guillotine, beheading me. Yeah, I'm like, I don't, I don't want you to off with their heads to look at it and say, oh, this nigga's talking about beheading people. Oh, this nigga crazy. This nigga gone crazy. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about beheading a soul. That's that's crazy. That's the crazy thing to me. Beheading people is crazy. But I've, I just finished a book called The Common Good, and it was going to be called The Common Good, because the thing about The Common Good is we don't know what the fuck it is. And I don't just mean as far as an agreement on it. I mean, we truly have no idea what we would even want it to be. I've asked the question a lot recently. I kept asking Black America, what is our vision? What are we trying to do? What is the plan for the future? And the more I pull back, I'm like, yo, it's, it's America. And I'm like, I pull back more. I'm like, yo, it's the world. Because again, the thing about the French Revolution is it was savagery. Excuse me, I don't know if I got jumbled up. The thing about the French Revolution is it was savagery. It was allowed at that time. There was an expectation, excuse me, not an expectation, and allowed. And actually, and, I, and maybe expectation may be an even fair word as well. It may be an expectation and an allowance. That makes it even scarier. Because something that you expect and allow, that means you had a chance to, to shut it down. Awareness, maybe over expectation and allowance. You're aware of the possibility or the of the existence or the possibility of an issue. And through this blind eye that you turn, or like I say, this this veiled con- condemnation, this fake 
no, you can't do that. And you didn't change shit in the laws. My point being, savagery, animals, this idea that it was off with their heads and eat the rich are kind of the same thing. Once eat the rich becomes actually eating the rich. I'm, I'm worried about some of these individuals. So it's going to be called the common good because at some point we do have to agree on what that is. That's what that book was saying. We have to recognize that the need for it is there. What's it going to be? And how we get there in big, big, big part is agreeing on simple facts. We've somehow, I, I, I still don't understand how we even have words like alternative facts. I don't get that. A lot of things in this world I don't get. This episode also thought about calling it, can you smell it? Because I kept saying, can you smell the revolution? Can you smell the revolution? But I felt like that didn't make as much sense. And I was like, yeah, it's not as fun. So no more cake. Because I, I, one of my recent TikTok folders, you know, I make folders on, on TikTok or everywhere, I, you know, social media, but you have the collections. And it's called People Are Tired, but it's the first one that's public. And really just adding videos. And I hate to kind of make a collection of people who are giving their testimony and their stress, but it's like, no, they're, they're being transparent. I've come up with this idea called the TAR method, T-A-R. Transparency, authenticity, realness. Live by that, you'll be golden. Right, but there's this, there's this even deeper sense of with social media, yeah, you can be, I mean, you can bear your soul. And that's what people are doing and I recognize it. And I hate, to, I, I hate to see it because it shouldn't be happening, but I love to see it because it's real. Again, it's TAR. Teflon and tar, 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 tar. Okay, yeah, sorry, but you know, my, I think. No more cake. We're watching your, like, the, the, the Dave Chappelle snip on SNL, his monologue. Trump came out the house and said, everything you think we're doing in there, we're doing, and, and then went back in and started playing the game again. I can't get that out of my head because of how true it is. No more cake. Remember when I said, fuck the pie? That's how they fatten you up. Look at America. We're fat as hell. Because all they do is feed us sugary, druggy diseases. Literally, figure in in the theory, metaphorically, figuratively, all the lees, all the all the adjectives, right? Adverbs, adjectives. I'm a knowledge worker, not a, not a fucking literary scholar. <laughs> what the if you watch part of my tank hanglock? I'm not a, a world-renowned, smart person, educated person. <laughs> Uh, no more cake. When I say no more cake, I don't just mean it. it. It's a battle cry and it's a demand, right? It's a threat and it's a unity call. Call for unity. No more cake. If you're tired, come on. Let's let's let's, let's say no more cake. But telling them no more cake. That's the demand. I recognize recently I was saying today we where we get keep getting lost in and it's it's not by you know our own choice it's by design that's how this system is. But you think about root cause analysis of the fact that you keep asking why 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 until you get to the bottom of it. What if you never stop asking why? What if you can never stop asking why? There's always another layer to it. That's how America's history feels and that's how this system feels like it's set up. Every time we try to do one thing, we take it's not even one forward, two backwards, because it feels like we we get a giant leap forward, one giant leap for for man, one leap for mankind. And we haven't. It's like we take I don't even know. We just stand there. That's really the thing is like, I don't think we go backwards. We just kind of stand there. 
for a long time and look around and be like, all right, what's next? Nigga, more. <laughs> I think we get lost in that trap, but it also a lot of it comes from how convoluted this system is. It's impossible to get through one set of bureaucracy until you get through another and then another and then another and then another. You got to get this resource and this resource and this resource. And if you need this one to get this one and this one to get this one. You got to have this person on board to get this person on board, but they won't get on board unless they're on board and they won't get on board unless you have a... Everybody says you can't do it yourself. I know I can't do it myself. It's a war cry. Call for unity. No more cake. Figured that was maybe a little bit more appropriate than F C K the pie. <laughs> no more cake. We keep talking about this idea of ownership and building our own, and then we don't build our own with each other. Build your own with me so I can build my own with another nigga, and he can build his own with another. But y'all want to build your own ship. The reason you want to build your own ship is because you know everybody else is sinking. Now you've got this big-ass cruise liner, and you want to send me a floaty and keep going, talking about, all right, I hope you survive. Meek Mill's got a line in Cold Hearted 2 where he says, he's doing his monologue at the end, he says, niggas want to burn a bridge and expect you to send a yacht. Where they do that at? And I'm like, no, that's facts. Because niggas will burn a bridge and expect you to send a yacht. And where they do that at? Because I don't know them niggas. And I don't want to. But if I didn't burn a bridge and you see me drowning and you're in your mega yacht with the little detachment that has the little dinghy on it that can, that can at least save me and my fucking family, and you say we we cool? You say you care about? We well, did not even gotta be cool, but you say you care about my say about my family and our safety. You see us drowning, and you just keep floating by. Oh no, it's fuck you then. Well, I talk about the history of these mega corporations. Like I said, I said yesterday, if there is anybody that needs a retroactive ass beating, it's John D. Rockefeller. He needs his old dead. I don't even mean to speak ill of the dead like that. Lord forgive me. But he need his old day. I hope he is in wherever he's at getting minked it on right now. Minked, 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 minked. Boom, bam, bow. I don't even mean to like speak bad on anybody, but that's just, you know how many things you purposely set up to fuck everybody up later on at the ex our expense for the sake of your wealth, JP Morgan, all the robber barons. I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, just fuck them all. And obviously we can't dwell on the past, but we have to understand the past to recognize how it's affected and then repeating in the, in the current. This idea of Elon, ha I, I, look, you heard me talk, you, you know, I plan to, what, what, what day, I mean, what uh, Young and May say, I'm gonna be a billionaire. If I said it, then I meant it. Okay, you heard me. But that's like two. <laughs> and even then, the entire point is along the way, while having it after, at every point, we're building and we're supporting and we're making, we're, we're doing better. It's, ain't for, it's never been for me or about me. It can't be, right? I'm talking like I'm talking to the, I'm, I'm, some of that may not be in the mic as much as it should be. I, I was leaning back like I was just talking uh, straight to somebody. <laughs> that's how you, I mean, that's what you get here, right? The Marcus Hendricks show, Goldfish. Goldfish, you want to, I don't even eat goldfish like that, but I'll eat them if you sponsor me. Sponsor me. Smash me, smash me, smash me, smash me. I'm kidding. We said no, sorry, no corporate sponsors. Somebody on TikTok said, you know, should I still <laughs> use Disney Plus? And I'm like, no, but that's a great question. Where do we draw the line between convenience and still, you know, enjoying our life and standing up for 
that this exploitation of natural and social resources, right? How do I support the writers and actors in their strike and come home at the end of a eight hour shift and clear my mind? And and I know I know how to do without going to Disney Plus. I don't, but I understand like that is the kind of the the dilemma, the core dilemma of the common individual. I I don't know how to necessarily say these words, but like the dilemma of the common the catch twenty two that the regular person goes through, right? Like your average person has the issue of I want to do more in life in general. But this space is comfortable because not not comfortable as far as I like it here, but I'm safe here. There's no danger here. You know, on the other side, there's a possibility of persecution, judgment, failure. I've come up with a statement, a reminder recently, focus on faith to eliminate fear. Fear as far as the Secret to Success podcast, Eric Thomas and his band of merry millionaires, (laughs) as they put it, fear, false evidence appearing real. Focus on faith to eliminate false evidence appearing real. Faith and fear mean the same thing. Literally, they mean the same thing by definition. Believing that the unseen will happen. Definition for faith and for fear. Faith and fear are the same thing, depending on what they're placed in, what differentiates them, depending on how you feel about what you've placed your belief in. Something positive. Do you have belief that you will one day get out of the situation that you are in, overcome, that one day you will be able to say no more cake and mean that shit, and one day that no more cake will be an option and a possibility? That's faith. Or are you afraid that if you say no more cake, they're going to actually stop feeding you and you'll have no more cake? And what am I going to do if I don't have any more cake? I don't have anything else to eat. No fear. Either way, the cake is going to be gone. Do you have faith that it's going to be gone or fear that it's going to be gone? I trust that the cake is going to be gone, that there's going to be no more cake. I pray every night, no more cake. Other niggas be praying every night, oh no, it's going to be no more cake. And I get that, but that's how they keep us. It's like, I'm never going to be the individual that sits there and tells somebody the reason that they believe what they believe is not okay. I know where it comes from because I come from it too. When Cole said on January 28th, Whole come around with shit you did. I do say, because we're from where you from, not talking about the slender, talking about that mindset to keep a black nigga dumb, keep a black nigga dying by a black nigga gun. They convince us of two things. One, three things. First, it was that we were only deserving of cake. Then it was that cake was the only option. And then it was that we should be grateful that we even have cake, because hey, it's something, and it's not all that bad. But anybody who's ever, and I'm not one of them, but anybody who's ever eaten cake for two days straight as every meal, if you were to go a week straight of eating cake for every meal, you may not even feel the consequences, but I bet you'll start seeing them pretty freaking quickly. And I say feel them as far as sickness, you may not, but you'll feel the sluggishness. Go two weeks. Just cake. Don't be a sick boy. Try three, four, five. Oh, you Billy Badass, six. You can't go seven. Maybe you could. I don't want to see what you look like. I'm over here talking about, I just discovered a new chair workout that I want to be doing. I should be, well, I'm not going to do it right now because then I would be out of breath while talking to (laughs) y'all. But yeah, I'm trying not to look like blubber mouth. I'm trying not to look like fat boy. So, and it's not, you know, not for any shame. It just, no. But go, go on an all cake diet. See how that treats you. No more cake. 
Here's why this is a different rallying call than fuck the pie was. Because I recognize for the common man, the understanding and the, the appreciation for <clears throat> an assault on industry is what I would call it. A takeover, a coup d'etat of industry. One that says we can coexist or we can hostile takeover. We have the power to do either at the snap of a finger as a coalition, as a community. There's no one, there's no individual entity that has that power and there's no conglomeration that currently exists in general, but even one that could have that sort of power by combination, unless we were united, a united front could. And I say united, I don't mean every black person in the world coming together. No, we know we do it. That's not how this works. But again, we're talking about Kevin Hart once said when he talked about ownership, ownership is my hobby. Now, he also spoke of the we got to do better at holding on to the handshake. We do hold on to the handshake. thing. They like to actually hold on to the handshake. I just I, I don't feel that I see many hands get extended. I was thinking about it earlier today because we have in our in our culture, in our community, this issue with this work, this idea of handouts having to get it out the mud. I said earlier, this is what sparked this entire, this has sparked this conversation today. Now, I normally, I hadn't been releasing any much in general, but I also do on Tuesday and Thursday, so it's Monday. But I said this morning, I was just not frustrated, but I was like, oh, I felt so much emotion and passion because it was like, yo, this shit's crazy because we talk about not ha no handouts and getting out the mud. And but why would you want to get dirtier while you're trying to get clean? Fuck getting it out the mud. If I can get it off the ground, Straight, straight off the ground, standing off 10 toes, taking that every day. I always tell people, I'm like, yo, the thing about the Kardashians that I appreciate as far as this, this, this world we live in, what they've done as far as their business structure, I don't give a, you, you talk about everything else, I don't care. We're talking about real world stuff. They set up a structure. They have an infrastructure around them as a family. They're insulated in the way that even though we think we know what's going on, we don't know what's going on because they're insulated so well because that's how their family structure is built. I don't know how much money the motherfuckers got, but combined, they're good. Nobody's going broke in that family because everybody's made each other money and everybody's in everybody's business. Everybody owns stock in everybody's business. You got a piece of Skims. You got a piece of Kylie Cosmetics. Everybody got Kardashian show money. Shit, I bet all the, I bet Kim, I bet, uh, uh, what's her face? Chris got a piece of the sex tape money. Hell, like, come on now. Come on now. Niggas probably get sued back in backlog in court for a piece that I hit it first royalty money. That's some kind of shit Chris would do. Come on now. Can't believe this defamation. Nope, nope, nope. Take him to court. Settle out. 250. I don't know. 25. I don't know. They probably and they would chuck right now. Ray J wouldn't get chucked. Remember Ray J broke them glasses on stage? That was hilarious. <laughs> Point being, these different entities that have this structure, right? And I recognize we talk about handouts and I've, and I've been saying this for the past year. Our issue in this, and I say our, because I really mean our, we do not know what the success model is supposed to look like. Therefore, we do not have it implemented widespread ourselves. There's no concept for this is what this should look like because we have not been taught it and passed it down amongst the community. Even more, we don't have any, we, there's so little ownership. There's so little assets to continue to pass down. And it, I'm like, it's going to take, but you give us, excuse me, in 10 years, we will be the major player in the economy because of our economic power and the realization that's coming to that, right? You have so many people saying no more cake, fuck the pie. And where I was going with that was the, the difference between no more cake and fuck the pie is 
After Pi was a, a call for own the means of production, right? Own your shit, ownership, own your shit. My name own it, so my name own it, right? Like, so it's that. That's what After Pi was. It was at some point, again, we have to start doing the, the susu, the buy back the block game. Because again, here's the issue, and I'm, I'm really very passionate about this because it, the thing about it, here's the thing about it. Everybody wants to buy back the block. No, buy your house first. You buy your house and he buy his house and she buy her house. And now all three of us own our houses. But you want to own all three of our houses because you saw on Instagram that it's a big real estate plan. You can Airbnb all three of them. That's fucking stingy. We can Airbnb all three of these holes and we joint venture this mug. And now we say, okay, when it's time, we've built enough money to renovate these and we buy this entire neighborhood. Then you start buying up cities, land, developing, flipping. They want to come back, gentr gentrify your own shit. Bring them back. Yeah, come on. Yep. Come on. Yep. Yep. Boho. Black Soho. Yep. Come on. Come see what it looks like when we invest in our set. Yeah. Because I said, I was like, I, don't, I, don't, I was like, the communities I want to build, I don't want, but I was like, you know what? The innovation that would occur. Yeah, I want you to see what it looks like when you get a bunch of brilliant black minds together and they, okay, watch this. But everybody want to buy back the block. Buy back the basement. You still live in your, buy back the basement. Buy back the house that you live in. Yeah, I mean, again, that's the F the pie thing. That's the call for, we have so much power and control at our fingertips, at our disposal to just act on the moment's notice and say, okay, we're going here. This is how we're about to do this. And this is how it's going to look and, and watch how crazy it looks once we're done. Watch how hard this is once we're done. And it won't take long because we are that powerful. But we got to have people who don't say no more cake because that's the other side of the coin. People are, it's, you can't say after the pie if you still eat the cake. Don't eat the cake, anime. Sheesh. I'm rambling now. Five days to finish the album. I'm scrambling now. Take a drum for sampling now. Say a few words to this name summer. You're gonna make four years. Got hot. The woman dropped you called a classic. Jay dropped all the throw you one of them batch. Play my position. The whole while I still live. Drake for this king ignition. I tell my fellas. What a song. Oh. Miss Hill, please don't sue me. Cause I ain't one of these rappers out in front of like you got it, nigga. I ain't got it, nigga. I'm just freestyling now. I feel good, man. You know when you shift, thing about shifting timelines is when you do it intentionally, you know it. There's a sense of relief, like a shedded skin. You, you know, you came out the cocoon. The metamorphosis, Phoenix rising in the, from the ashes. It's, no more cake. I'm not sure I have much else to say. I think I said it all. <laughs> had a decent time. It'll, it'll cut short with some silences. There was some good silences. Ooh, I, there's some I wanted for effect. If there's some points where you feel like there should have been a, a silence for effect, count it. Because it'll cut it. That's all I got. Mm -hmm. God bless. I love you all. I love you. I love you. I love you. Peace. Gonna get a lot of dough. Anything is possible. Turn me up in the headphone. Yeah.
Grind it, get a lot of dough And dirt the water obstacles Cause anything is possible yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of gold Stack that bread and buy my nose Anything is possible yeah. Yeah. Grind it, get a lot of dough And dirt the water obstacles Cause anything is possible yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of gold Stack that bread and buy my nose Anything is possible I grind to get a lot of dough And dirt do all the obstacles Cause anything is possible Oh man, I got a lot of gold Stack that bread and buy my nose Anything is possible All I know is get paper All I do is shit major Bought a condo on the top floor And the building's a skyscraper Feeling like I'm Kobe LeBron for the Lakers Feeling like I'm Idris, Paul Walker.